Welcome to Time Out with Tyler and AG3. AG3 is out because he's going through some family issues. His, uh, unfortunately, someone in his family passed away, and he's not going to be, he's not in the right mindset to, you know, keep doing the podcast this week because of that. So, I wish him a lot of love. I sent him a lot of, a lot of that love, a lot of love, man, like, love you, brother, but, you know, losing someone really sucks, I know, but keep fighting, keep your head up, bud, and hopefully, we'll be back soon, anyway, with that said, let's get right into it. The Eagles versus the Giants played on Thursday Night Football. The Eagles win, obviously by luck, 22-21. to 21. Carson Wentz went 25-43 through two touchdowns and one pick early in the game. One pick. And that pick was him just doing too much. He was in the red zone, and all he had to do was either run it. He was It was a pass on... I think it was either first or second down. And he overthrew Fulgham by a mile. And he threw threw a terrible pick. And I think that's what's the problem with Wentz. That's why people turned on Wentz the way they did. Is because he tried to carry the load. He tries to carry the team. And it's hurting him. If he stops trying to carry the team. If he plays hard. But don't play too hard. I think we'll be alright. Uh, Jake Elliott misses an easy field goal in that first quarter. I, shit, man. Like, he keeps missing. He's usually hitting those. He's been doing this since the Super Bowl. He's missed field goals. And I really don't think he's regressing. But he needs to work on his kicks. He needs to work on, work on some kicks. You know, whether it be in practice or, you know, on a random on a random mass field in, in Philly or in Jersey, wherever he lives. Don't know. Anyway, Wentz really struggled in that first half, but he woke up late in the third and early in the fourth quarter. He They were down 21 to 10, I think. And as soon as, as soon as, you know, something happened and... He literally flipped a switch. He literally flipped that switch in in the third quarter. And to be honest, the team, while yes they did win, I said they won by luck. They did have enough. He did. Eh, they did have enough heart to win that game, to come back, to say okay, we shot ourselves in the foot in the first half. Let's move on and let's play better. And honestly. I admire that about that team coming into when they did that this Thursday. Daniel Jones was in, runs an 80-yard 80 80-yard 80 run. And defense for Philly, like, usually, all right, the front seven was good on that. But they were faked out miserably on that on that play. Luckily, he got, he got a case of that uh, turf monster, you know, 
that little turf monster, since we're on the theme of Halloween this episode, he got hit by that turf monster, and he fell. And he, he literally became a meme instantly after that. Because right after that, all, all I saw on Facebook and Instagram were freaking jokes about the, about that play. But yeah, defense for Philadelphia is still an issue. Because they can't, they still have a really, really poor pass defense. The run defense is okay. And at times they do give up the big play like they did with Daniel Jones. But... To be honest with you, it's that P- that pass defense that really messes up. And laughably, the Eagles lead the division at 2-4-1. Oh my god, that whole division is so bad. Now, with, you know, with that division, six games could win the damn thing, to be honest. Like... In my opinion, six games could win it. And that's what's terrible about the team. They know that the division that the division is still wide open and they still lose games. Anyway. The Lions played the Falcons and the Lions beat the Falcons twenty three to twenty two. Shit. I, I feel I I honestly feel bad for Falcons fans, to be honest with this. Because not only did they blow one lead, the Falcons blew two. And Gurley got a half-ass touchdown <laughs> to get that lead back. And the, the first lead back, to be honest. And, uh, or, mind you, the Browns and the Bengals played a very, very great game. The Browns beat the Bengals 37-34. to 34. A field goal game. Baker Mayfield threw a pick on the very first drive, and it was it was a pretty bad pick. You know, he he had a guy wide open. He ran to the right, threw it, and he got picked off. But but after that, he cleaned it up, and he threw five straight touchdowns after that. And Joe Burrow, he threw a wonky pass that was tipped, intercepted, intercepted by Cleveland, which honestly. He shouldn't have thrown that pass, to be honest. He should have not thrown that pass. But he also cleaned it up after that one mistake, too. But, oh, no, that that was a really good game. That was a really, really good game. And I really don't think the Browns are as bad as people thought they were going to be after last week's loss. They, they I know they're the Browns. They do mess up a lot. You know, they've they've messed up since they became an expansion franchise in nineteen ninety nine, they fucked that up. But they I think they'll be really good this year. I really think they'll be really good. Are they gonna are they gonna be in the Super Bowl? No. No. I think they'll be a one and done team, but honestly, the Browns fans will be happy with a playoff spot anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Washington beats the Dallas Cowboys 25-3. to This is embarrassing for Dallas. This is embarrassing. You lose to a team that has n- no name. Yeah, I know my my Eagles lost to this team too. But 
that was even embarrassing, even as a fan of an, of the Eagles. That they lost to Washington, no names. The Bills beat the Jets, eighteen to ten. The Jets are zero and seven for the first time since nineteen ninety six. Now the Jets should be embarrassed because you have a head coach who isn't doing his job very well. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He has he 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 calls all the wrong plays. Whether it's on offense or on defense. He calls plays so badly. And honestly they should fire him. Adam Gase should be fired. As head coach of the Jets. The Steelers beat the Titans. 27-24. to Do not sleep on Big Ben. Even though he's older. Don't sleep on him. Because he's. Still a great quarterback. The Titans are still great, but if they want to get a Super Bowl, clean up to clean it up for that rematch. Cause I know, cause we all know that they'll play them again eventually, whether it be the divisional round, whether it be the AFC Championship, they'll play them again. The Green Bay Packers beat the Houston Texans thirty-five to twenty. The Houston struggled all game getting passes over the top. They, they they just really struggled. The defense for Green Bay really clamped down on them, get, going over the top for passes, and it was it was just a horrible game for Houston. The Saints beat the Panthers twenty seven to twenty four, but honestly, I see some upside for Carolina. I I really do. I see you know their pasty isn't good. But their front seven is actually really good. They they got to Breeze a few times. They got to the the run the run game was clamped down. They were really good on 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 the front seven side. But it, once they fixed that pass D, it'll be good. They got Teddy Bridgewater. They got a lot of weapons on offense. I think they'll be good. The Bucks beat the Raiders forty five to twenty to. For Tampa Bay to improve to five and two. Honestly, I added that because Tampa Bay has not seen a winning record in a long time, and to see them go five and two, that was like, all right, they'll be really good. Tom Brady threw, went thirty-five for, well, no, thirty-three for forty-five, five touchdowns. Derek Carr went twenty-four for thirty-six, two touchdowns and a pick. Derek Carr needs to stop making. Some mistakes, cause you know he right now they're they're good, but they're not good enough to compete for a Super Bowl. If they're good enough to compete, if they become good enough to compete for a Super Bowl, they need to have him clean up mistakes. They need to have him play a lot better. You got guys like uh, Nelson Aguilar and and the rest of those guys, you know. They're really good. Josh Jacobs. Like, all those guys. Like, like you got the team to do it. Just do it, you know? Play play hard. The Jags and Chargers squared off. The Chargers win 39-29. to Gardner Minshew went 14 for 27, 173 yards and two touchdowns. 
And Justin Herbert went 27 for 43, 347 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Justin Herbert is really, 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 really good. I'm telling you, he is a really phenomenal young talent. That's going to be one of the best teams in football. Or no, one of the best quarterbacks in football. The Rams beat the Bears 24 to 10. Bulls, 28 for 40, two picks, 261 yards. Goff went 23 for 33, 219 yards, two touchdowns. And the Rams' defense clamps, clamps, clamped down for the past six games. They only allowed three points in those six games. They only allowed the three points. I think the problem with last year's team was Goff. Goff really had a sophomore slump. With that, or not a sophomore slump, a junior year slump, I don't even know what to call it, but he struggled last year. The offensive line was iffy at times, but this it all relied on golf. Because golf was like, alright, we made this Super Bowl, and we're going to be all like the day school, and we're not going to play hard. But then, like, but they did go 7-9, so it wasn't too bad of a drop-off, but... But when you have guys like Jalen Ramsey and all the all the rest of those guys, you're you're gonna be a good team. You're gonna be a great team. I expect them to be in the Super Bowl this year. If Philly somehow makes the playoffs, I don't see them going, but I see the Rams going. But here comes our latest and greatest Halloween themed segment in all of podcast history. I'm kidding. Don't, 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 don't say, oh, this guy's pot. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. But the scariest team in the NFL for me the scariest team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers are my scariest team because they're the best team in the NFL so far. They've got great pieces on both sides of that ball, whether it be on offense, whether it be on defense. And like I said earlier, don't sleep on Ben Roethlisberger. He's still a great quarterback. They beat the Red Hot Titans pretty much all game in that game. All game. And they... they, I have no words to even say about this team. They're just that scary. You know, they really stepped it up from last year. Last year, they kind of struggled. They were up and down all year. But this year, they're back. They're they're, they're the steel curtain again. I'm telling you that right now. They're the steel curtain. The least scariest team. I picked multiple teams. I picked an entire division. And I think it's the entire NFC East. Like, if you have a division that you could say, oh, six games wins the division, or five games wins the division, or seven games wins the division, you're going to have a shit division. You have a shit division, mind you. But the whole entire division has five combined wins, and six could be enough to win the Super Bowl. Or not win the Super Bowl. Win a division. That is, that's a joke. When it comes to that division. That 
it's the joke. It, it's a joke. But I also want to end this with uh, some breaking news. Antonio Brown signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And honestly, I want to I want to touch on this like for how many games is he just going to play? Because if you look, let's let's go back some. Let's let me give you a history lesson. Let's go back to last year. He's with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's starting shit with the coach. He's starting shit with the players. He's starting shit with Ben Roethlisberger. He gets cut. Oakland picks him up. He starts shit instantly in training camp over a helmet. Then he punches the GM or the coach, if I remember correctly, in the face. Gets cut from Oakland Raiders. Before he even plays a game for them. Then, New England picks him up. New England picks him up and you wouldn't, the unfathomable, the unf- I can't even say that word, the, the unthinkable happens. Reports started coming out that he texted this girl and basically cyber sexually assaulted her. Basically, and then and then he texts this person who who is talking about this, like literally saying, "Oh, he sexually assaulted me," and told her flat out in a text message. Evidence was there is evidence online proving this. It was all over NFL Network, all over ESPN. Him telling this girl to shut up. Basically telling her to be quiet. That I don't want you to let this get out. I don't want you to ruin my career over this. He gets cut from the New England Patriots after that. After his one game he played. Week one. And then word gets out that he has an eight-game suspension. So no teams were allowed to sign him through, throughout the eight games that haven't played. Because of all the shit that's going on. Honestly, if he keeps up the shit, he's going to be out the league. And honestly, I, I, I hope, I hope this dude cleans up his act because he is a, such a great talent. A great talent. And if he fucks this up, this is on him. Not on the teams, it's not on the NFL, it's on him. With that said, this was Tyler... This was uh, this was timeout with Tyler and AG three. I was alone this week. Please send love and condolences to my boy AG three. We love you, man. Please, please take all the time you need off from the podcast. You know, we're thinking about you, brother. Peace.